To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tuesday Business with Quinovic, providing a better rental experience for all. Call 0800 Quinovic. It's time for business with New Zealand Herald's Wellington business editor, Hamish Rutherford. Good morning, Hamish. Morning, Nick. How are you, mate? Great, thank you. Uh, New Zealand and UK have signed a free trade agreement overnight. Is it a good one? It does seem like it's a very good one. Often when you know free trade agreements are signed, you often only see a benefit in many years to come, and it really just protects, you know, it just maintains protections. But this looks like over a period of 10 to 15 years, it eliminates almost all tariffs for New Zealand's trade to the UK. According to the government, it will save us our exporters about $37 million a year immediately. You know, real reductions quickly on wine and honey and seafood. On the major, you know, old school exports like, uh, you know, cheese and butter, uh, tariffs will be slowly uh, eliminated over five years and over sheep, meat and beef over 15 years. Uh, the government says this could, over 15 years, increase New Zealand's trade with the UK by as much as 50% and increase the size of our economy by up to a billion dollars. Wow. What's the reaction been, Hamish? The, the reaction's been broadly pretty good. As I say, sometimes it's a little bit hard to work out. You can argue over who benefits and who doesn't, but I haven't seen any criticism. You know, the horticulture industry, federated farmers, the meat companies, uh, Fonterra, all praising this, Business New Zealand, even the Axe Party, a very staunch critic of the government normally, has come out and said, you know, this is good, and it seems like it's a high-quality deal. What does the UK get out of it? I think it looks like they get less out of it than we do, but they do, you know, New Zealand doesn't have a lot of, um, you know, of, of, of tariffs on imports, but they still have some. They say that, you know, UK exporters of clothing to New Zealand will uh, have their tariffs currently 10% reduced. And on, you know, manufactured goods like ships and buses and so on, those, those tariffs will be removed as well. The other thing New Zealand has that, that Britain wants is access to the CPTPP. This is a Pacific-wide trade agreement that Britain wants into. Now, it's not a major part of it, but you know Britain needs our support to be included into that. First country from outside the Pacific to be included if they were to be included. And so I think that gave us a little bit of leverage that they, they really wanted our support. Hamish, New Zealanders returning home will be able to do so without isolation. Does this mean we're likely to have a brain drain? I'm I'm worried about, I know there's a lot of people that are going to come back to New Zealand, but I think it's going to mean that a whole lot of Kiwis go and sample the real world. I think particularly to Australia, we are likely to have one. Of course, New Zealanders have been able to go to Australia without isolating for a while, but the fact that they can now come back without isolating, will we'll, we'll open the world to a whole lot more people. And, and in a context of New Zealand has a very tight labour market, very low unemployment, which is you know helping stoke inflation, it could make that even worse. We do have to remember, though, that New Zealanders have travelled overseas for many, many decades. I certainly did it, and a lot of my friends did. So it's good that they'll have the opportunity. But particularly while only New Zealanders can come back, yeah. it means that New Zealanders will leave, but we won't get... You know, the number of tourists and, you know, migrants coming in from overseas. Interestingly, part of the free trade agreement with the UK, I don't have the details, but the UK has said this will make it easier for British lawyers and auditors and other professionals to come and move to New Zealand. While they have to isolate, 
that's probably not an option. So I think particularly over the next year, we are likely to have you know a, a large outflow to Australia. Yeah. Hamish, I don't have a lot of time, but Russia and Ukraine are at war, which we all know. What is that going to do to financial markets? It's really hurting financial markets. The NZX50 is now down at about the lowest it's been in 18 months, uh, as have share markets around the world. So that's not good for your KiwiSaver. I must say, in Russia, the situation is much worse. Their markets are down by as much as 50%. Their, overnight, their central bank had to raise interest rates from 9.5% to 20%. <gasps> New Zealand, we're arguing over a quarter percent, half a percent increase. Wow. Russia would, Russia would love to have our problems right now. Wow. Is this likely uh, to, I know I'm rushing you, but is this likely to, to affect the price of petrol here absolutely. in Kiwi? It, it absolutely is. And, and it could be other things as well, including food. Russia and Ukraine are big exporters of grain and big, big exporters of energy products. Any sort of conflict, there's already been a lot of sanctions placed on Russia. They're only getting more broad. That is likely to push up the price of energy and food prices. Oh, my gosh. Watch the space. Any news about you moving back into the office? I <laughs> Wait and see. I can't wait to get back in there. Well, we're missing you. We're missing yeah, having your, your intellect around our, our area of the office. Can't wait to get back. All right. Thanks, Hamish. Appreciate you always. Hamish Rutherford, who is the New Zealand Herald's business editor. Inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday Business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic.